In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Luke chapter 10, verses 29 through 37, where I'll ask the question, who is my neighbor? Luke chapter 10, verses 29 through 37 says, But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. The parable of the Good Samaritan is one with which many people are familiar. It's not a story that you haven't heard before. And we all know inherently, when you start to hear the parable of the Good Samaritan, that it is the Samaritan who is the neighbor of the man who is attacked. But as we look further into this text, we'll find that we should be merciful. And as we're merciful, we are going to be demonstrating the love of God in ways that you would never expect. So here are three thoughts from Luke chapter 10, verses 29 through 37, answering the question, who is my neighbor? Thought number one, the robbers. Were the robbers a neighbor to the man? No, of course not. The robbers were people who were just out for their own gain. Somehow, this man fell among the robbers, and what did they do? They abused him. They took everything that he had. They left him for dead. And this is just the reality of the world in which we live. There are going to be times when you are abused and left for dead. There are people out there who will take everything that they can from somebody, and they won't even feel bad at all. It won't even plague their conscience for a moment. That is just what they are doing. And we cannot be naive about this fact. We need to recognize that there are people in this world who will behave just like the robbers in the parable of the Good Samaritan. And this is something that we all sort of inherently know, but so very often we want to believe that mankind is inherently good. Well, the Bible tells us otherwise, and it's really the robbers who are acting out mankind's innate sinful nature as much as anyone else in the story. Thought number two, the neglectful. The neglectful are the priests, the Levite. These men that you would normally think are going to be the people who are going to be inclined to help. You normally think that it's these religious officials, these guys who have a role to play in society that's built upon helping other people. You would think that these are going to be the ones who come to the aid of the man who was robbed, but they aren't. They are not acting like neighbors to this man. In fact, everybody knows it and they all see it. They are being hypocritical because their position is one that would incline them to be helpful. But what do they do? They do the opposite. They see the man lying there on the side of the road and they pass by on the other side. 
They don't want to get too close. They don't want to see the utter need that this man is in. They recognize if I'm over there, if I'm near that person, I am going to be required by my station in life to help. So I'm going to try and avoid him at all costs. They're being neglectful. They're neglectful of their duty, not just their duty as Levite and priest, but their duty as a neighbor to this man, as a fellow countryman. This was a man of Israel who was laying on the side of the road half dead, and they walked on by because they didn't want to get involved, because they had better things to do, when what they really should have been doing is what the Samaritan ultimately does, and show mercy. Thought number three, the merciful. The merciful are those who recognize the need and then do what they can to meet it. So when the Samaritan comes along and he finds the man on the side of the road, beaten and half dead, he takes the man and he sets him on his donkey. He goes out of his way to take this man to a place where he can be cared for, where he can be nursed back to health. And he pays for it all out of his own pocket, not even knowing how much it's going to cost. He takes the man, he takes him to the inn, he pays for the nursing that's going to take place, and then he promises that he is going to return and see that it is all done. What the Samaritan doing is showing mercy. And when the Samaritan shows mercy to this man of Israel who's lying on the side of the road half dead, he demonstrates who the ideal neighbor is. You see, if we are going to love our neighbors as ourselves, which is the second greatest commandment, we need to be demonstrating mercy. And as we demonstrate mercy, what we're doing is recognizing and participating in the grand mercy that the Father has shown to us, we who are called to be his people. So who is my neighbor? Your neighbor is anyone next to you to whom you can show mercy. So love them well and be a merciful person. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Luke chapters 9 and 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.